Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Welcome back to another edition of Mike Strategies. My name is Tony Smith, the Vice President of the Mike Ferry Organization, and you know how I am. I'm always thrilled as I could be to present any strategy for Mr. Mike Ferry. Okay? Today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, commitment. And I feel 10, 12 years ago, I remember Mike put out a piece that said, uh, the 10 commitments. So from Mike Ferry's perspective, there's a mountain of things we could be committed to. In our business, he narrowed it down to the 10 places. If you're gonna be committed somewhere, he narrowed it down to the 10 places that you should really focus on being committed. But in order to set this up a little bit, I wanna work through levels of commitment. What we know in life is that we can be committed at different levels. And our level of commitment often determines our success. So I want to I walk through, it's basically five different levels that you might consider of, of being committed and see where you measure yourself in some of these areas when we get to the 10 commitments. So the first level of commitment you want to recognize, I would call it the level don't really care. Okay, this is the lowest level naturally. I don't really care. I don't even know, it's kind of barely hitting the scale of commitment. And eh, if it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, great. I don't really care, okay? And if you really think about it, I don't really care doesn't even exist. So let me explain. Let's say you get dressed up, you and your spouse, you get dressed up and you're gonna go out to dinner and you ask your significant other where you wanna go for dinner. And your significant other says, you know, I don't care. Try pulling into McDonald's when you're all dressed up and see if your spouse cares. Okay, really there is a level of commitment at don't care. Sometimes we would say these things, oh, I don't really care. But the truth is uh, there is a slight level of commitment there. The next level of commitment, we would call it hoping, wishing, praying. I really hope I hit my goals this month. I wish I could just get this debt taken care of. I'm hoping, wishing, and praying doesn't get you very, very far. By using this type of language, you are telling yourself that there's really not much of a chance of anything really happening, right? It's, it's really interesting, like, gosh, if everything lines up, I wish I could have. How often have you ever had, I wish I could have, come true? It usually never happens unless you increase your level of commitment to whatever that is. The third level that you wanna consider is actually trying, and this is, this is an interesting one, because if you're in our coaching world, or if you hang around Mike Ferry, and you are, you know, you present to him, hey, I'd like to try to do that, Mike you're gonna hear a pretty strong response of that. You try, there is no try. There's only do or do not. That's Mike's thinking, right? But trying is, is a better level because you're putting in the effort, but you're really still not really getting anywhere. So much of what we accomplish relates to how we think. Let's say you have a goal of working out. You wanna be healthier, right? Today, according to my goal, I need to work out. But what if you say, I'm gonna to try to work out today? I'm gonna to try to work out today. What's the difference of that between saying, 
I'm definitely working out today at 6 p.m. on my way home from work. In fact, I put the gym bag in my trunk to make sure it happens. Can you see that level changing between try and a little level of, of commitment? If you're constantly in trying mode, you're expending so much more effort than you would actually expend if you just simply did it. You ever notice at times how it seems like we can spend a lot more energy trying not to prospect than actually prospecting? You know, you can put a lot of energy in, in failing, if you will. The fourth level of commitment is, I am committed unless. If you're here, you're usually getting close, like in this space. You're more firm in your commitment. You stay the course for the most part. However, you will let certain things get in the way of your commitment. Things pop up and they will blow your commitment off, right? In the real estate business, um, it's often like this. I am committed to generating more business unless I have a problem file. I have a problem file, boy, I'll drop prospecting over a problem file any minute, right? I'm committed unless uh, my staff person has an issue, and then I'm not committed. I'm committed unless there's a, a problem at home, and then I can't quite get there, right? Committed unless, it all becomes about the unless. What is that unless for you? And it usually can be a whole gamut of things that can blow you off the commitment, right? It's a stronger level, but boy, the ones that are committed unless end up going through these cycles of upward and downward momentum throughout their career. And then the fifth level, the level we want you to get at with these commitments here is committed whatever it takes. Committed whatever it takes. You're committed whatever it takes. You do whatever you possibly can to withhold this commitment. You schedule around it. You even alter your identity a bit around it. You do whatever you have to do to ensure that you reach the goal. When you are in this state, you can make just about anything happen. This is where you really learn what your potential is when you become committed, whatever it takes at some level. All right, so let's take a look at Mike Ferry's 10 commitments. I'd also like to have you consider which ones you need to elevate for yourself which ones you'd like to take to a whatever-it-takes type commitment. The first one Mike would ask you to do is, you should be committed to reading your business plan in depth at least every week. Hey, remember that business plan you created back in uh, September, October, November of last year? Remember the weekly plans you're creating for yourself today? Or do you have a plan? Have you lost sight of your business plan for the year? Our objective for you is to stay connected to a business plan. It's a roadmap. Well, here we are at a time of year. We're, we're getting right back in it. We're approaching the fourth quarter. We're going to start asking all of our coaching clients. If you're not one of our coaching clients, I would ask you to start considering the fact that you need to be creating your business plan for the upcoming year. We need to create this plan and read it every single week. It's a roadmap. The second commitment that Mike Ferry would ask you to be committed to is what we call the five equities. Okay, if you've been around Mike Ferry at all, you've heard this. Uh, it has been proven in life there are five major components of your life that really mean something to you for your entire life. These are called your five equities. Let's recap them. You have your physical health. Pretty important, isn't it? You have your mental health. That's really important, we all know that. You have your spiritual health, very important. You have your family and you have your financial health. 
So you really think about it. If you want to stay highly committed, uh, you, we would ask you to write a one-sentence goal next to each one of your five equities. And you can do it in short term or long term. What if you wanted to put it in a shorter term? Uh, my physical health between now and the end of the year, I would like to do what? Lose three pounds, get in a workout routine, get my cholesterol down, get my blood pressure down, uh, start playing tennis on the weekend, live a more active lifestyle. I don't know, but could you create for yourself a very clear one-line description of what you want to do in your physical health between now and the end of the year? How about your mental health? You know, I've, got, I've hand-selected five books that I want to read between now and the end of the year. I'm going to do affirmations every single day. I'm going to write down what I'm grateful for every single day. Uh, I'm going to take a new class to strengthen my mind. What is a one-sentence description of what you'd like to do with your mental health? Spiritual health. It could be God. It could be your connection to earth. It could be just being centered. I'm going to start meditating. Uh, I'm going back to church. I don't know what it is for you. But can you create a one-sentence goal for your mental health? Family. We all know how important that is for us. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to call my mom every week. I'm going to, you know, start relating to the kids better and spend more uh, personal time with the kids. I'm not sure what it is for you, but could you become committed to a one-sentence goal in your family? And then financial. This is the one that we work on most with you, right? Here in the Mike Ferry organization, we are a money-making organization. Our job is to increase your productivity and your profitability. That's money. So could you create a one-sentence goal for yourself with your financial life between now and the end of the year? We'd like to think so and be committed to it. The third commitment Mike would ask you to make would be to maintaining a positive attitude every day. Right? One thing you'll know about Mr. Mike Ferry, he has one of the most dynamic, positive attitudes of practically anyone you'll ever meet. He's just wired that way. He's created that environment for himself. He understands the value of a positive attitude. So you think about it. Attitude is nothing more than a reflection of how we see somebody, something, or how we feel about somebody or something. It's just a, it's how we see or, or feel about something. You know, a market is stabilizing. How do you feel about that? Does it change your attitude? Have you gotten in a bad attitude since the interest rates started to rise? What's your attitude about prospecting? Oh, I don't like prospecting. If you have a bad attitude about it, you're not going to do it very well. What's your attitude about using a canned presentation? If you don't have a strong, positive attitude about it, it's pretty hard to get you to do it. So where do you need to really work on maintaining a positive attitude every single day? Fourth on our list of 10 commitments. Mike would ask you to follow your schedule 75 to 80% of the time. Now we all know the reality of life. The odds of you following your schedule 100% perfectly, we get it. It's not going to happen, right? This is, a, this is life. Uh, it's real estate. It's messy at times. At the same time, you've created or I hope you're working on a daily schedule that is productive for yourself. If you are working and you have clearly defined a productive daily schedule, can you increase your level of commitment to sticking to that schedule 75, 80% of the time? Well, here's how we start. What percentage of the time are you sticking to it now? Are you sticking to it 20%, 30%, 50%? Are you already sticking to it 75%? It requires a commitment. I got to tell you, one thing that never goes away is the constant work on improving the use of our time. 
but let's get you to that 75, 80% commitment to that schedule. Five on the list. This is a tough one. It's a tricky one because in the real estate industry, we're not governed by anybody. You're an independent contractor. Nobody can make you do these things. We know the harm of it. Mike would ask you to be highly committed to keeping your personal life out of your business life. Somehow, some way, you've got to, when you open the door to your office, you're closing the door to your personal life. Dragging that stuff into a work day, you know, stuff at home, family, the kids, you know, I've got baseball games. We understand it all. You have a life, you have family, you have a personal life. But if you mix those two all the time, right? One of the challenges people have is, you know, my teenage kids can call me 19 times a day and uh, it interrupts my schedule all day long, every day. You're, you get to do that when you're in real estate, but it's really expensive. Imagine if you had a job that paid you half a million dollars a year and it was a regular corporate job, half a million dollar a year salary. Would they allow you to talk to your kids 20 times a day? Would they allow you to drag your personal problems into work all day long? Would they allow that? To, you and I both know they wouldn't. Well, for most people in real estate, if you can do what we ask you to do, you're earning these kinds of incomes all the time. You can't get away with personal and business life mixing together. The next one on the list, Mike would definitely ask you to keep your emotions between the lines. Stay committed to keeping my emotions between the lines. Are you one of those people that has the highest of highs and the lowest of lows all in one hour? Right? Do you, do you bounce back and forth between this is the greatest day I've ever had to oh my God, I wish I quit real estate? Well, in our business, it's messy. There's people involved. When there's people involved, they have high levels of emotion. They're trying to buy or sell real estate. It's emotional for them. It's dramatic at times for them. They are looking for somebody to be the calming force in the transaction. That's supposed to be you which means you have to keep your emotions between the lines. Are there times where other real estate agents or lenders irritate you a bit? We appreciate that. Are there times that crazy things go on and there's a lot of drama and emotion that come with those crazy things? We understand it. Your job is to keep your emotions between the lines. Now, some people have a challenge getting their emotions up at all. When you think about between the lines, there's a top line and a bottom line. Some people are bouncing over the top line all the time. Oh my God, this horrible thing, ah! And then there's some people that literally are comatose. They're apathetic, they're complacent. I don't care what happens, right? Between the lines, upper line and bottom line, which one do you tend to find yourself on the outside of? Bring yourself back in between the lines and stay committed to it. Now seven's a, seven's a good one, it's an interesting one. It's a, probably one of the most important ones when a market shifts developing your sales skills to the highest level possible. Can you commit or recommit for the hundredth time to going back to the sales skills? How are my prospecting skills? How are my objection handling skills? How are my closing skills? How are my pre-qualifying skills? How are my presenting skills? How are my lead follow-up skills? Boy, we know for a fact when an agent is highly committed to improving their sales skills, everything tends to work out better. They prospect more, they generate more, they have a better attitude, uh, they know what to say so there's more confidence. Are you committed at a level of whatever it takes to improve your sales skills to the highest level? We hope so. Eight on the list. Now this gets a little tougher, okay? 
can you commit to working 40 to 50 hours of hard work for a minimum of 250 days in the next 12 months? Between today and the end of next year, right? It's, you know, what are we looking at? We're 14, 15 months. We got 15 months between now and the end of the year, basically. Can you commit to 40 to 50 hours of real, identifiable, hard work for 250 days minimum? Think about it. If we can get you to do that, it's, you know, it's the same amount of time that regular people have to work. You know, regular people work 250, 260 days a year, and they work, they punch in and punch out 40, 50 hours a week. That's all we're asking of you. We're not asking for 80 hours a week, 365 days a year. We're asking for 250 and 40 to 50 hours. And what do we mean when we say hard work? When we say hard work, we say these, the four major principles, daily prospecting, daily prospecting, aggressive lead follow-up, aggressive lead follow-up, going on presentations, going on presentations, and negotiating contracts. Those are the four activities that earn money in real estate. Those happen to be the only four activities that are earning money. Everything else is servicing the money you're earning. So when we say hard work, are you doing enough prospecting? Is your lead follow-up strong and aggressive enough? Are you presenting in a canned presentation regularly? And are you improving your negotiating skills, putting contracts together? That's good hard work. Nine on the list. Some of you don't have a coach, so this is going to be a little trickier one. Mike would say, do what your coach tells you without editing it. Okay? The Mike Ferry sales system was designed to help you increase your production, increase your profit, period. The components of that, if you have a coach with us, your coach is working to have you accept the changes you need to make today. Why do you edit it so much? Why do you not do what your coach asks? If you don't have a coach, why do you not do what your broker suggests, your manager suggests? Why not? Because you're an independent contractor? We want to have you bridge that gap and raise your level of commitment of doing what you're asked to do to improve your business. Please stop editing Mike's material. It works, okay? And then the last one on the list. A level of commitment that you will know from Mike Ferry, and I have to tell you, in my relationship with Mike Ferry, I can tell you this 1,000%. Mike Ferry is committed whatever it takes to doing the right thing 100% of the time for his customers. We ask you to commit to doing the right thing 100% of the time for the customers. Is it the right thing to, if their house needs to be cleaned up, um, the carpets need to be cleaned, it needs to be painted, it smells funny, if they need to have those things done, is that the right thing for them? Yes, you have to be able to pass the bad news. If they want to price their property overpriced, is that the right thing for them to do today? That's not going to work, is it? The right thing is to be able to confront them about the price. If they need to reduce their price, is that the right thing? Is it 100% the right thing to do, these other nine points on this list? Are those the right things to do for your customers? Would your customers really like it if they knew that you were bringing your personal life into business every day? Would they like it if you weren't maintaining strong sales skills? Would they like it if your emotions bounce all over the line? Basically, an overall, all-encompassing level of commitment that your clients is what you do this for. Well, I hope this helps for you for, for another edition of our Mike Ferry Strategies. I'm excited to bring these to you. 
listen back to this several times and see if you can't get, get committed to the levels that are required to produce in today's market. Thanks for your time.